Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anyang fellow army, this is Uni Sarah. And this week, I'm so excited. We are going to be posting up the audio from our panel at Fanex. And it is audio from my dad's camcorder. <laughs> Because he was in the front row and he recorded the whole thing, which was so sweet. And in fact, turned out to be really helpful because the audio off of my phone, which I took video from as well, picked up nothing, unfortunately. And so either way, we're so excited. We've got audio from our panel. And so we wanted to go ahead and post that up this week so you guys can hear it. I do apologize. It does sound a little bit like a tin can, like it's coming through a tin can, but better than nothing. We're getting there. One of these days, we will have a panel and get good video and audio for you guys. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and post this up this week. And if this is, you know, if the audio is maybe like a little bit too janky for you, no worries. We will be back next week with kind of our regular scheduled programming, but we really do hope that you guys enjoy getting a chance to hear the panel that we hosted this year for Fanex. And for our Patreon listeners, we are also going to post up a video version of it. I did get really good video this time, so I'm super excited. And so that will be up this month for our Patreon subscribers. So thank you guys so much. We hope that you have a wonderful week. And again, we'll be back with kind of regular episode next week. But as always, Borahe. Um, so we're going to go over just some army basics, what it is to be in the fandom, what it means to be in the fandom, who BTS is, kind of what they stand for. So thanks yeah. so much for joining us today. So we'll hop in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did want to start off first with just really quickly K-pop basics. So if you're kind of new to the genre itself, just really quick, it stands for Korean pop, that's okay. <laughs> um, and typically artists will begin by getting signed to a label, they will become a trainee where they learn how to sing or dance or rap or whatever they're trying to get into. And once the group or solo performer is kind of deemed ready, they will debut. So they'll come out and debut. Yes, and basically just introduce their, their selves, their concept, what their album's going to be like, what their new single's going to be like, um, so that way you can get to know the band right as they get started. Yeah. The other thing we wanted to talk about is once a band has debuted, 
their subsequent albums that come out. It's called a comeback, which I had no clue what that was. When I first started listening to K-pop, I was like, what's a comeback? They didn't leave, but what's going on? But they call it a comeback because essentially they are coming out with a new album or EP, a new song, and so um, they're usually pretty involved, a comeback. This is the recent BTS proof comeback schedule, and you can kind of see it's pretty packed. They usually will come out with concept photos, and there's a whole theme around the album that's coming out. And um, historically for BTS, for example, you can also have comebacks where albums are in a series of um, releases. So, so for example, um, BTS has the Love Yourself series, which is pretty popular, and there's three albums that all kind of tie into that theme, where it's really about love yourself, speak yourself, and so, um, so they can come out in kind of groups of albums with specific themes, and they will have concepts and I, like hair colors, and makeup, and like themes, themes to, yes, outfit um, themes and uh, eras. Yes, and it gets really involved, like she said. You'll hear fans in the K-pop fandom kind of say, oh, it's comeback season. I can't go out. It's comeback <laughs> season. I have to think and watch all of the videos and take in all of the photos. So that's what we mean when it's comeback season. New album's coming out and we're getting excited for it. Yes. So the next thing we wanted to talk about is concerts because one of the really fun things about K-pop concerts is it's incredibly involved as a viewer in the stadium. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is light sticks. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so this is the army bomb. This one is specific to BTS. Different K-pop artists will have a different light stick. And the really cool thing about these is that when you're in the concert, you have an app and you can hook it up to your seat, you like pair it to your seat, and the entire stadium, the lights are triggered to the song. So you're really a part of the music as the entire stadium changes colors, it'll spell out words, it's really cool and really involved, like you really feel like you're part of the show. Yeah. Light stick, so it's really cool. You become the light show as the yes. audience and it is amazing. And you also have something to just like yeah, it's incredibly satisfying. It is so much fun. It'll be sore, but it's super fun. And then the other thing we wanted to talk about is fan chants. Um, and so there's going to be sort of your, for BTS, for example, like your main chant, which just says all the names of the members and BTS, woo! And then there's also song specific chants. And so we actually have, hopefully the sound works, we have an example. Let's see. <gasps> if it doesn't want to work because this time. That's okay. Well, it is very cool <laughs> if, you, if you see it. But basically, um, for example, one of the big popular ones, they have a song called Fake Love. And in the chorus, I yes. see people know, people fake know. Um, and so in the chorus, they'll sing, you know, Fake Love. And the entire stadium is just yelling, Fake Love! Fake love! It is crazy. It's like, you know, 90,000 stadium, yeah. everyone chanting, and so it's really, really And we cool. have kind of our main one, like she said. Oh, is it working? There you go. Oh, it's no sound. Oh, no sound. Check your volume. I've got the volume up. Oh, it's happening now. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you got it. Basically, we yeah. have all the members from the captain yes, to yes. the baby. Um, so Kim Nam Jin, Kim Sak Jin, Min Yoon Gi, Jung Ho So, Park Jin Min, Kim Se Young, Jung Jung Ho, BTS! Yay! And so when we're waiting for Encore for them to come out, we'll shout that over and over and over again. Uh, we kind of use that to lead into certain songs. Boy With yeah. Love, we'll, we'll hear the beginning music of that and start mm -hmm. that chant. 
to end right as that verse starts. Yeah. So we get very, new songs will come out and you'll see online that people will new post. New song chants come out. Reddit fan chants will be there for you. So that way you can learn yeah. everything before the concert. Yep, exactly. So it's really involved. The concerts are very fun. And so, um, oh. <laughs> nope, no sound. That's okay. Um, the other thing we wanted to talk about, which we also have a video for, this one you can watch, that's okay. Um, this sounds okay. But it's band cams. And so this is when you'll have footage from a concert or a performance, and it's really just focused on one member. So you can kind of see a good example here. And they're so fun. Everyone gets really excited for their, like, the fan cam of their bias, which we'll talk about bias here in a minute. But this is an example of fan camps, and it is such a fun part of the fandom as well because, like I said, everyone's always, like, a performance comes out and you're like, where's the fan camp? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Instagram cool. will blow up the very next day after, yeah. <laughs> after a performance, and you can yeah. usually find your favorite member. Yep. So speaking of common terms you may hear about, what is a bias? <laughs> <laughs> So basically, um, and you don't have to have these things, it's just common terms, you know, in, in the industry um, or in the fandom, mm -hmm. but a bias is the term for your favorite member, whatever that means to you. If you have a member that you kind of favor, that's your bias. Um, OT7 is on here, here for sure. We'll yes. cover that for sure. Yeah. You'll hear some people say bias is OT7, and that basically means all seven members. One, two, one, two seven. seven. Yeah. So don't they don't have a favorite, they just love all of them equally. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of us do have a bias, and then we have a second favorite who will kind of come in and steal our attention, and that is our bias record. Yeah, your number two man comes that, in. That one will change a lot too. <laughs> yes. And then, um, it's also common for K-pop groups, especially if there's a lot of members in a group, to have vocalists and then also rappers. And so vocal line, rap line, so that's a common term. And then um, in groups as well, age is important um, in you know, Korean culture. So we have the Hyung line, which is the older members, the older brothers, and then the Maknae line, which is the younger brothers or the, the yeah. younger members of the group. So in this photo, to your left, is the young line, <laughs> right? It's the magnet line. Um, and then there is also usually a leader of the group uh, for BTS, that's RM. And so, what's interesting about that is normally it's in K-pop fandom and, and other groups, the oldest one will be the leader. Um, Kim Namjoon, RM, is not the oldest one, but he does speak fluent English. He's the only one that does. So um, he's the leader of the group. They are. They are. They're very good at it. <laughs> but uh, so he's the leader, RM or Kim Namjoon. He is the captain, leader of BTS. President. <laughs> yes. They need to President ask, how did Kim he learn to speak yes. English? That's a funny story. So next, just briefly, Watching history of BTS. If you're, you know, a little bit new to uh, BTS. So um, Big Hit Entertainment uh, was the label when they first became, you know, BTS, now it's Hive, Hive Music, it's since um, become a very large company, um, and it was created by Bang TV, which is this lovely gentleman here, and he um, initially was a producer in the industry, and he really wasn't liking essentially the kind of bubblegum pop that was sort of coming out of the, uh, of the industry at that time, and so he decided to create his own label. He had very little money, they were pretty broke, they... There's a lot of footage of them like sleeping in bunk beds in like a tiny like one bedroom dorm and it was, you know, it was a lot. They went through a lot to get going. 
Um, but Bang PZ also really loved hip hop, and you can tell that really influenced their debut. So we will show some pictures, and it is wonderful, it's magical, <laughs> and I love it. Their debut era is like our favorite. One of our favorite <laughs> we'll kind of get into that. Concept that they debuted with. It was very, very hip hop RB chains, like tough guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. BTS means Bang Han Song Yun Dong, which mm -hmm. means bulletproof Boy Scouts. So at the beginning, it was very much about like, oh, we're tough, we're aggressive, yeah. we're gonna come protect and stand up for what we want. So, um, it was very much that, different from what we have now, but mm -hmm. still holds a very special yeah, place in the heart of the family army. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where the name Army came from. As the fandom, so it stands for Adorable Representative MC for Youth, uh, which you won't hear too often, usually it's just ARMY, um, but that's again tied into this initial concept where they came out and they were really wanting to, you know, talk about mental health and the struggles of being young, and, and so it was mixed reviews, as you can see on that fourth bullet, um, mixed reviews, um, because they were like really hard hitting and really intense choreography and again they were singing about topics at the time that really just weren't talked about yeah so a big stigma for the mental health community i guess in in regards to k-pop um that's usually not something that's talked about in that genre of music so for an underdog group like bts to come out with an underdog label like big hit at the time it was kind of like what is going on and what are you doing <laughs> don't mess with our formula yeah so, they debuted, and so what we want to do is introduce the members, and <laughs> what we would love to do, yes, yes. So, if we say the name of your bias, we do want to hear some loud cheer it out, cheer it out. So, we're going to start with the leader of BTS, R. Never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so since they debuted, they have changed quite a bit in their sound. It's a lot more diverse. They cover a lot more genres than just strictly hip-hop, so they do still touch on that, which is great. Run BTS was a fantastic yes. yes. album. So good. Yes. And so they really broke into the Western market in 2017 with their Wings tour. That was the first tour they did in the States. That's when I, was, I discovered them in 2017, and they, it was huge. I mean, you know, they, it was kind of a big deal at the time. There wasn't a lot of K-pop tours here in the U.S. Um, and so after that, they broke in through the industry. They started to attend and win at U.S. award shows. And, uh, yeah, um, while promoting, they were on a lot of late night TV shows, doing interviews, and they also have since and are even through last year started mm -hmm. doing um, a lot of concerts, but they they've introduced world stadium tours, especially through the Love Yourself series. They booked out Wembley in like two seconds. It was huge. Mm -hmm. It was just a huge world tour. Um, they also were able to do um, a speech at the United Nations Assembly. They did a performance there. It was a big deal. And yeah. so they've been able to really grow and I'm sure, you know, I feel like they're a household name almost at this point. <laughs> they're getting there. They're getting there. A lot of people have at least seen them on something, I yeah. Um, but this year was a little unique. <laughs> they don't, I know this is my um, a little PTSD for some people. We apologize. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this year, um, there was a, uh, something was announced um, that took us a little bit by surprise. So they did announce that they were going to be taking a break from a lot of their group work, and they were going to be focusing on some solo projects, which in hindsight has been so good. And we have like twice the music coming out now. So at the time, we were pretty upset, but now it's like. We always support them, obviously, but now it's like, well, I thought we can't keep up. With yeah, they were like, we're going to take a break, and we're like, oh no, what yeah. are we going to do? And then the content just kept coming, yeah. so it didn't even, yeah. we had nothing to worry about. I don't know if they understand the definition of a break. I don't think so. <laughs> um, but for example, uh, here is Jack in the Box, that's this image here. So J-Hope was the first member to release an entire album. So all the members are talking about releasing albums, solo work. So Jack in the Box came out, he performed a Lollapalooza. <laughs> and it was, it was so amazing. amazing. Yes, yeah. and um, other members have been featured on songs. Collaboration. Yeah, this was Jungkook with Charlie Puth with Left and Right, which is super good. And, and now we got Sex, Sex, Sex New Kim with RM and, and so Bad Decision. Crush just came out. Crush. So, so many great yeah. things to pay attention to as far as their yeah. solo work. Yeah, so we do not have to worry about the break by any means. Um, but moving on, we kind of want to switch gears into the fandom, ARMY. You know, what is, what is, we're going to try to encapsulate an entire huge demographic of people and so this is a, like our experience, you yeah. know, it's going to be different for everyone, but um, in our experience, we really feel like it's a very, it's a diverse and supportive community, especially in person. When you're in concerts, it is so wonderful. You are just friends with everyone. <laughs> everyone is a friend there. Yeah. We're handing out, we're going to hand out some goodies at the end, which is very reminiscent of what you will see at concerts. Yeah. Like people just hand stuff out, stickers, phone cards, like it's so cool. And it's just such, there's so much camaraderie around being in this fandom. Like when you see each other, mm -hmm. you'll see some, you'll spot a BT21 thing and you're just like, are you army? <laughs> so and you'll talk for 15 minutes in yeah. the middle of a hot topic. Like that's exactly what happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. But yes, the things we'll be handing out, we usually 
make them for the concerts and then hand them out in line to other people waiting and we get stuff back, stickers and fun little mm -hmm. things. It's really, it's a really cool kind of community and yeah. the caring for each other just comes through. Yeah. The other thing we wanted to mention is um, BTS, um, as members of this group, really do a ton of donations and they really kind of champion a lot of really great causes and so in turn the fandom does as well. Um, I, that's one of my favorite things. Um, every member's birthday, there's um, all kinds of different initiatives that we're donating to. It's, it's really cool. And then um, some things that maybe can positive and negative, um, it's a pretty defensive fandom. Um, <laughs> especially online, it's kind of a wild west. If you're on Twitter, beware a little bit. Um, it's very defensive, there are some fan wars and, and things like that, and so there's definitely going to be drama, it's like a huge amount of people, and they're online, so obviously be aware, you know, be cautious of how you navigate social media, you know. But because um, it's diversive, I mean, there will be other army that will kind of hold people accountable, hold people accountable, yeah. don't, don't talk like that, don't act like that. Like, try to be respectful. So, the last thing I will say probably was when we went to the concert in LA, people were throwing stuffed animals up at the, the trolley carts, and yeah. Twitter and Instagram went insane. Just yeah. do not do that. That don't is inappropriate. <laughs> so, yeah. so we'll try to hold ourselves accountable, especially if we get too crazy. Yeah. So um, we wanted to just walk through a couple of quick demographics in ARMY. So there was an ARMY census that was conducted this year in 2022. Over 500,000 people took part in the census. 100 plus countries were represented in the census. And so we just pulled a couple things we thought were kind of cool. For example, when, what year did you become ARMY? That was a question asked in the census. And so as you can see, 2020 was huge. Um, you know, during the pandemic, they, you know, really exploded. I mean, they kept putting out tons of content. They came out with a whole album called B, you know, kind of encapsulating the experience of going through the pandemic. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty They even came out with a song for helping yeah. everybody else get through the Land pandemic. Song. So, um, yeah, 2020, and they even thought that that was kind of going to be the end of their career was once COVID happened, that they were going to be done and they weren't going to be able to come back. So it was, but, yeah, but was instead, the opposite yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. And so the other couple things we thought were cool. Um, so gender demographics is <laughs> a very heavily female group. Um, but some of the males. We do love the guys though. At the Vegas concert in particular, I love this. The V, one of the members, like asked for the guys in particular to shout, and they were shocked. Like the entire stadium was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. So we, we love the diversity. Welcome you. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> um, but then also, I thought the age demographics was pretty cool. Um, last in 2020, which was the last census of army respondents, are adults 18 or older? It was about 45 percent, and now it's almost 70 percent. So it was pretty interesting to see the two-year change. I mean, a huge amount of um, older army, yeah. and also. 68,000 of the participants were army parents. Yeah. So they had kids who also were in the <laughs> So we thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So a lot of times you'll hear kind of some of the naysayers say, oh, well, a bunch of 15 year old girls are BTS. But that's not the case. And it's, if it was, it's like, don't just, like, don't just credit 15 year old kids, all right? <laughs> they have a lot to offer when that's it comes right. to their ideas. That's right. But it is, it is, it more is very diverse. And there's a lot more people in it than. We need more guys, though. We, we all do. get your guys. <laughs> I bet you they're there, they just won't admit it. <laughs>
Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, but moving on out of kind of the, you know, the, the music, music. Um, we wanted to talk about a few things outside of the music. And some of the things I think are one of the reasons the fandom, as ARMY, you get so invested in this band. And yes, their music is amazing, and I think Stan's alone, like, mm -hmm. Stan's alone is the reason to like them, but this stuff also, I think, is a big part of why we love these guys so much. Um, and it's going to be a couple things that, different shows and things that they use. So we wanted to talk about VLive. Um, so this is an app that you, or web browser you can hop on, and so they will do what's called live. So they just essentially go live, and you're just hanging out with them in real time. They're doing dishes. I call it FaceTiming with them. It literally yeah. looks like you're FaceTiming with them. Yes. They're kind of just holding yeah. the phone and looking directly. Yeah. It's really, it's sugar, just serious. It's just good. I can never read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> this is entire, he'll be on there for 40 minutes and this is it. The whole time. It's so good, so good. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch it. 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 We'll watch it.
iPhones, Androids in the song, which yes. is a yes, yes. yes. Um, so it's so much fun, so addicting. It's like a matchmaking kind yeah. of game, and then you have uh, an island you can decorate, and all yeah. the members are on there, oh. and that's sort of they're little chippies. They're so cute. They're so cute, and then Rhythm Hive is also like a, a rhythm tapping game. Yeah. That one I will get stuck into for yeah. a while as well. So there's a ton of content yes. outside of their music. Yes. And speaking of that, <laughs> to continue more content. Um, annual things will come out. So they'll do season's greetings, which kind of brings in the new year. There's usually photo concepts around this. You get a box of all kinds of stuff. Then they will do what's called Festa, which is their annual like anniversary from when they debut. They'll celebrate, they do a video with us, they sometimes get drunk, it's totally fine. <laughs> and, um, that was actually when they announced the chapter two this year. So this festa started out super happy and then definitely uh, was very much a lot of fun by the end. And then we were fine. Yes. Um, but festa happens every year. And then musters are essentially concerts that they hold, but they call it like a fan meeting concert. Um, and so they usually in these concerts are a little unique because they really try to get out into the crowd as best they can because it's a band and so they might be in a hot air balloon like around the stadium or they might be in the trolleys and so they really usually have more skits and things like that within these it's really more about just keeping it fun and casual like mustard is kind of what it's called then they'll also do summer and winter packages which they haven't done these as of late but they're you know historically they had done um, they'll go somewhere and do a photo shoot and then they will document the whole thing. So this is just that trick that they'll do. My favorite thing, I guess it kind of transitioned into another thing, but Bon Voyage used to be their vacation. So they would go somewhere, they would go on a vacation, it's them just like ordering food and trying to get their plane tickets and losing passports and um, and it was, it was such a cool show. Hiding bags. They trick each other with their bags and it's really entertaining and then when the pandemic hit they couldn't travel anymore so they transitioned to in the soup which means in the forest. Um, so they essentially got like a campsite with like a building and so it's still their vacation but they were just in one spot. It's kind of like so it, it kind of looks like the filming of like Big Brother or like Summer House, if anybody watches those shows. It's just like stationed cameras placed all around and you just get to watch them do their yeah. daily lives and kind of figure out new hobbies that they like and, and make friends <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Being a canoe. Yeah. <laughs> really, they're very entertaining yeah. for sure. And then Memories ends the year, which basically is they release video and photos and mem like moments from the prior year the year we kind of just exited they'll like you know release something like recapping that year mm -hmm. so that's kind of annual content that they'll come out with the next thing we need to talk about is why do we still buy cds um because that's an axis because i have a cd player and it was cd collection and they're like why do you still have this 2022 and i'll always pull up this i'll just pull it out and be like this yeah. is what this is this, this is, is what CDs themselves, and so and you get a ton with it. The um, they the have to see what photo yes. are. She like really wanted to bring her photo cards in. <laughs> 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 yeah. Photo cards, these yeah. are like Pokemon cards. The fandom will trade these, it's like it's kind of wild, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but you get photo cards out of them, you'll get Weaver's cash, you can use on the app. 
um, but also counts towards awards. And so um, that's why we still buy CDs, you guys. It's fine. We're probably the <laughs> last fandom to still, to still do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, another uh, thing we want to mention is uh, kind of in line with things you can buy a little bit. Um, is BC21. I mentioned that earlier. So a number of years ago, they partnered with a company called Line Friends. Out, uh, they make really cute characters. They make the little bear and the bunny that is, yeah. is very popular. Mm -hmm. So they each each of the members got to create a character. Um, and so I put a photo here that shows each member with their character. Um, this is out of a run episode. So Sarah has a mouse pad. Yes. <laughs> so this is Mang. Yeah. So they have all these characters. So much merch. You can just. You get too much. You buy and too much. If you act on it, you can get a shirt with a and little then, cartoon character. Yeah, and then you spot them. You spot this in the wild on someone. You're just like, oh, are you Barbie? Yeah. <laughs> we saw a toy keychain on a bag, yeah, and we were like, like, they're coming to our panel. Yeah. We know. It. <laughs> I was so like, yeah. Um, so the other one we wanted to talk about is Tiny Pan. This is a little bit newer. Um, so they just essentially release these little chibi characters of the members, and so they have them out of like. They have them in outfits from different music videos. Um, so there's different tiny hands and they have merch on this as well. I, they're so cute. They're, so they're adorable. They'll be doing like them. little music videos with the tiny hands. Yeah, it's adorable. They're very cute. Um, and then, hey, we're doing something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you wanted to talk about, and I'm not sure if this will work, but we can watch the subtitle, yes. is Borahe. And what is that? It's basically, um, I purple you in Korean, and this was started by V at one of the concerts. So you can kind of read the subtitles, but he was talking about the color purple is at the end of the rainbow, it stands for trust, and I'll love you for a really long time. And then he lets us know he just made it up. <laughs> and, um, and the other members are like giving him a hard time, but he, it just, it became the color of the fandom is purple. And yes. this, I, I purple you is essentially like, I love you and I respect you. And we have it written um, on our hats. We have hats off of Etsy. We yeah. end every podcast episode saying, Bora hey. It's mm -hmm. just kind of the way that we tell other armies we love and appreciate you, and we trust you, and we yeah. understand you because we're in the same the same fandom. Yeah. So that is kind of, when you hear someone say Borahe, you know that yeah. you're just immediately going yeah. to be friends. And, that, and this is why. This is what happened. V did this, and now uh, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> now purple has become here a color by accident. <laughs> okay. Vegas, I know. That whole Vegas was amazing. Purple. I was shocked, yeah. If y'all haven't seen the pictures for Borahe, it was beautiful. Yes, so, so good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we want to just open the floor in case there's any questions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's, I think, a mic here. If yeah, you, you want to come stand right? Right? Or you can just yell from there. Up <laughs> to you. Well, I'm only going to say like two words. Jinko. Um, <laughs> 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 no. Yes. <laughs> cool. Could you explain what he just said? <laughs> 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 Did you say court? K-O-R-E? Jin Cole. Oh, oh Jin Cole. Again, it's just, Jin fans are very extra. So, <laughs> so Jin is the oldest member, like we mentioned, and um, he is so sweet, and he's just, he's pretty extra. He 